What's up, guys? Darkroom Prophecies back at it, back at it again. <clears throat> um, I just want to say real quick thanks for everybody that's been watching and downloading the podcast. If you're coming from YouTube, you could download the audio, hamburgerize.com. And um, if you're downloading the audio, awesome. Listen to it in your car, whatever. Um, thanks to everyone that's doing it. I think we've got like a thousand downloads in the last month. 300 for one episode, 200 for another episode. That like sometimes we do these things. I don't know who's watching. I don't even know. There's not a lot of comments, and on the YouTube, there's not a lot of views. I don't know if anyone is paying that much attention. But um, for those of you that are, that's awesome. Uh, it's fun. Anyways, we're here. We wanted to kind of build on our last topic. <clears throat> where Jamie was talking about just participating in more human activities and becoming less of a cyborg, basically. I mean, that's a, a huge ongoing topic in our show is man versus machine. And, and, I mean, stuff we have to start thinking about, features, features now. Um, this Manny Pacquiao Mayweather fight is kind of a a good example of how today's world works. Um, I mean, both of them were awesome fighters. Mayweather played the perfect defense, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. It was a. It was an interesting match for fight fans. If if you are a fight fan or a student of the game, it was an interesting match to watch. Mayweather's style is it's kind of it is the style to beat all styles because it is the most scientific. You know, a lot of people don't know this, um, and this is like we gotta remove the the BS for while we talk about the the fight. The BS, I mean, the politics, the drama that's built up between the two guys over these years and taking sides and being a fan. This is outside of, of, of being a fan because I'm sure uh, there's, there's going to be people that were not happy with the win uh, and people that were really happy about the win. So depending on what, who, whose fan you are, then... Uh, I don't know, like, if you didn't see the fight, it was basically Mayweather won, a unanimous decision, and I think on average, most people are scoring it um, four rounds for Manny and the rest for Floyd. So, I can kind of see that. I thought it was closer, in, in my opinion. I saw a lot of the shots blocked uh, by Manny I, that the judges counted and that that the uh, commentators were screaming about but anyway i don't want to get into the politics of it floyd won fair and square i mean even if um it wasn't the most flawless victory or whatever it was it was decisive i mean he pretty much outpointed pacquiao but what ray was bringing up about the fight is um and how it relates to the world of today is the style matchup so Manny has an odd style. He fights with a lot of belief. And 
I'm not saying that um, Floyd doesn't. They all fight with belief. But what I mean is that a lot of times it's Manny's heart that wins in the fight because he's so aggressive and uh, he used to turn up at moments when you didn't expect him to. And if he would get hit with a hard shot, it would just wake him up even more and it would, it would ignite the beast. He'd just flip out into fucking beast mode. And uh, that was powering him through all these different fights, even though some of his opponents were skillfully better than him. His heart carried him through a lot of his his matches, and that's what kind of made him the legend that he is. Floyd Mayweather, on the other hand, is different because his skills are are the, he has a flawless style. He has the style that most martial artists, most uh, students of combat sports, want to have. It's like the smartest way to fight. Basically, it's. A lot of people don't really um, see it, I guess, but a lot of people do see it. Floyd Mayweather, actually, the closest style that uh, someone else who I could say that has a very close style to him is Bruce Lee. Because if you read, I mean, even if you just look at their their stances, they always employ the, the deceptive posture, the deceptive stance. And, like, Bruce Lee has a, has a blueprint in his book, the Tao of Jeet Kune Do, he has a, a blueprint of how the deceptive posture should look and how where you should stand so that your opponent knows he can't hit you, but you can hit him. So anyway, Mayweather style, it's like really scientific. It's he does he takes just enough risk to win the fight and nothing more. He won't and that's kind of why people find his fights boring. But if you're a student of the game and you like boxing or you like combat sports and you just like to learn different moves and stuff, he still is a beauty to watch. And um, But the reason why uh, Ray was saying that that relates to the world we're living in nowadays is because in the old olden days, and I'm talking about like before we had a lot of this technology that we have nowadays, religion and superstitions and believing in in things that can't be proven was pretty much what dominated people's lives and nowadays everything is run with efficiency everything is now about proficiency efficiency and perfection like uh, i would say uh, like fascist perfection almost and uh, clockwork it's like we're not even using like analog clocks don't even do you justice nowadays. You got to use digital because it's that precise. It's like down to the final second of uh, the uh, computers, the banking system, the whole economic system, just like the whole world that we're living in that now with our relationship to machines uh, requires. It's just all about logic, precision and linear type thinking. That's what pretty much excels you in life nowadays, if you have a lot of that. If you're more the kind of person who is more faith-based, then I feel like you're kind of in the background in today's world. But what's weird about that, there's actually a huge resurgence of faith nowadays. Like Christianity is taken over um, as a religion. It's like sweeping the world. What's weird is that it's 
originally, um, it was like Christianity originally was mostly a Western religion. Um, I think probably, mo yeah, like mostly white people were Christians. But in, t in nowadays, there's actually more uh, non-white people that are Christian, which is kind of interesting. And uh, so, yeah, it's becoming popular. It's, uh, it's had a resurgence. You see a lot of athletes that are Christian. You see a lot of celebrities that are Christian. and It's all coming out. And uh, so in a way, you could look at Mayweather versus Pacquiao as it's, belief in whatever it is you believe in versus science is kind of how to look at it. Because a lot of people in our hearts wanted Manny Pacquiao to win. And a lot of people chose him to win on their emotions and on their heart and on their belief that he could do it. But the thing is, Mayweather all along kind of technically was the better guy he had people can see this like going back but it, it doesn't mean that pacquiao couldn't have won the fight and also that like like i said i don't want to go into the to the politics because there there was like uh you look it up yourself there was like some issues with injuries and stuff like that which we won't go into but the point is even if Floyd had better skills, there was a lot of people that believed that Manny Pacquiao could still pull it off, could beat the odds, could, could defy logic, because that's how he, he was doing in the past. Manny Pacquiao would take risks that were above and beyond what appeared to be, what appeared to be possible, and then he would just come out of the other side, like with fucking flying colors, but didn't happen this time but that is in, in kind of like the dichotomy of what we have right now in the world is you've got uh, the world that's totally scientific and totally what you see is what you get and then you have a whole other side of people that still be have belief in different things you have people that believe in their religions you got people that believe in aliens you got people that believe in cults, whatever, if they belong to a cult or something like that. There's people that just have a lot of belief and expect belief to, to overpower science or that, I guess it goes back to the, to the original spiritual question, well, not spiritual question, but I guess like Christian question of uh, like, where do we come from? And I don't know, but here, here's what I wrestled with in the match. You can um, chime in on this, too. And uh, let me know how you felt, right? I was wondering how Manny Pacquiao felt about his faith in God after losing. Because he did say before the fight, he said that God would deliver Floyd Mayweather into his hands. And then that didn't happen. So I'm wondering what that does to a man's faith in God. To me, it would, it would drive me insane. But I'm also uh, the kind of person that when I listen to fighters, specifically fighters, talk about how they're going to win a match, I kind of don't, I kind of cringe when they bring in spirituality into it. Because fighting is, is like, 
yes, you got to have belief, you got to have heart, but more importantly, you need to have skills. You need to have the tools to take out the other person. And those are things that you can physically achieve. You, you don't need to, even if you disbelieve in it. Well, actually, no. Well, yes, but no. If you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to be able to do anything. You're not going to have the motivation to get up and go running. But what I'm saying is that your skills should be able to win out all the time, no matter what. And so I prefer it when fighters put faith in their training, not in their religion. I want to hear what they've been doing in training that prepared them for the fight. I don't want to hear, it just makes me nervous when they start talking about their religion, because now I'm wondering like, why are you relying on, on, on religion to win the fight when this is something that you can, you can win with without it. So I was a little bit nervous when I heard him say that God is going to deliver Mayweather into his hands. And I was hoping that just, I hope you don't just go into the fight too relaxed and, and just expect that to happen. But we don't know why, what the reason was. I mean, like, I think, yeah, I think his, I think his reasoning would now be that God didn't want him to win the fight because he still has lessons to learn or something like that. You know, I think that's how they uh, cope, cope with the, the something like a loss like that, you know? Yeah. What what I what I what I got out of the fight was more like <clears throat> Manny's style is very loose and wild and unpredictable, whereas Floyd's is almost very predictable. And it's like you said, it's like he he does enough to win the fight and no no not much more than that. So like, for instance, he get he's just throwing these jabs that aren't hurting anyone, kind of keeping him away. But those are adding up points, mm -hmm. and he's landing them. Manny couldn't get out of the way of them, so you know, give up, get up, give it up, Floyd for precision in that aspect. But um, those points add up, and uh, it to me that's like winning a basketball game, like an NBA playoffs game with just free throws. <laughs> you know, man, yeah. So it's kind of like if you're just playing like that then it's kind of like um then it's kind of like taking the fun out of the sport or the sportsmanship i don't know I it's kind of it's kind of like when you're playing street fighter and the guy you're playing against is just doing those those kicks the whole time you know I see what, yeah i see what you mean the thing the one thing i would say though is that um Floyd's style is actually unpredictable. That's that's why Manny couldn't hit him because he changes his look a lot, and that that's actually one of the secrets to to combat. But Manny's unpredictable too. See, this is the thing. Um, Manny sets traps, and he. It was basically these guys are so high level that. It's going to be a boring fight. A lot of people kind of understand, like, the, the, the more skilled the two fighters, you actually get a stalemate a lot of times. Like, that's happened a lot before. 
But yeah, Floyd didn't try to knock him out. He didn't try to like go the extra inch to like give the fans like more excitement. And it's like, um, but shit, I mean, that's how he's been fighting for like years now. But the thing is, is, uh, the thing is, is that, like I said, when we look at this as just the science of, of combat and we take away the, uh, the feelings and the emotions for our guys, whoever, which fan uh, you happen to be out there, we take away all the bullshit and we're just examining this as, like, science. He was able to adapt, basically. He was able to adapt. And then what we, like, talk about a lot on this podcast is adaptation, intelligence, improvisation, adapting and adjusting and so i guess in that in that fight floyd was able to adjust more than manny but that brings us to that that brings us back to the discussion about the world that we're living in because it made me rethink things about belief and about precision and science and things like that um I don't know. What do you, so what do you think? Do you think, um, are you still a believer? Or do you think that you're going to play things more scientific now for your life strategy? <laughs> like how, I, how think I, I think I'm more of a believer because of this fight. Because it's showing that science and technology and performance and logic wins. So you're, you're more of a believer in I feel science. like it's kind of like how you were saying in our last episode about social media. Social media versus actually meeting up and hanging out with your friends in person, right? right. It's actually more efficient to get off, shoot off a text, shoot off a Facebook message to the homie about a particular topic. That's way more convenient than actually going to meet someone at a coffee shop or something. But that's, but that's very human to do that. I guess I, I want to hang on to the human quality, is what I'm saying. We're moving, our modern day society is moving towards a more efficient, performance-based, logical reality. And because it works and it wins, you win championships like that. And we're in like a performance type era, um, <clears throat> but I'm saying I want to hang on to the human fucked up shit. <laughs> I see. Does that make, yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? Totally. Yeah. Uh, like what? What race? What you're saying is that basically because that was from an episode that we didn't actually air, but like um, we made this this one episode about how. Um, people don't really meet up for like afternoon tea and crumpets anymore or have siestas and how we're losing. Um, we talked about conversation in the last podcast about how like people don't really do that as much anymore. Or maybe they do and I'm wrong, but um, on the episode that we did in there, we were talking about how like people don't meet up for 
for um, to see each other face to face to just have conversation. It's either texting. I think we talked. We talked about media. that. We talked about that in the last one. I think we talked about conversations. The one that did air. No. Yeah, that one. We talked. That one was about conversations. I don't know. If, oh. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't there, but um, to refresh the memories of the audience. Um, yeah, we were just talking about how like technology and society and, and like the business world, it's like, it's removing hum, human components. And when you do not interact with humans face to face, you yourself are not being human. And so you're becoming more of a machine, even though you are still flesh and bones, you're becoming more of a machine because you work for companies to make money for them. And then they use your brain and your body as like another computer. So I felt like the rituals of like having some afternoon tea and crumpets or like what they do in Spain, like a siesta or something like that to just meet up with like your friends, fellow humanity to just like uh, put you, not isolate people so much so that you always have like at least these cornerstones of conversation and human engagement throughout the day so that you don't just neglect your humanity because it's the humanity inside you, the divine spark inside you that makes all the other cool things possible. And so if you do not fan that flame and you just end up becoming a robotic machine, you're not fulfilling your entire potential as a human being. And it's almost like a, a bird, like cutting off, uh, the wings of a bird and just having the bird eat and walk around. It's still alive. It can still think. It could still shit and hopefully have sex with other birds, but <laughs> it's not being a bird. You know, it's not being a bird. A bird, one of the features of a bird is that it flies. One of the features of a human is that it interacts with other humans so the more isolated the more and then what i was and then what we, we whether we said it or not i can't remember at this point what we also said was that um you go from texting lol omg to the bar but when you meet up at the bar to get fucked up on your on coke and you go into the back to the bathroom you take out your little bag of coke you dip your key in there. You you key up in the bathroom. I don't do this. I'm just saying that, like, this is what you guys do. You guys key up in the fucking bathroom. You order another pint. I'm not saying this is wrong. Uh, I'm just saying it's two modalities that are one extreme to the next. And what I'm saying is that to bring back humanity, your humanity, to bring it back so that you can live up to your your dreams and not just your dreams, but the very the very source of your dreams to live up to that power, you're gonna have to become human. You're gonna have to become human. You're going to have to become human. And so that's so you so okay, so going back to what Ray just said. Ray, 
So, okay, basically from the main pack, you have this flood, you fight years saying that um, you want to become more human or you want to, well, actually, those are two different things, I guess, because one was belief. I guess when we were looking at the fight, we were comparing it to, like, belief versus science. Faith versus science. It's more of an argument between faith versus science. And then... Um, I saw it as an argument between man versus machine. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense, too. You know, Rocky versus Ivan Drago. Rocky won. Mm -hmm. But in the real life... Manny versus Mayweather, Manny lost. Rocky lost. Yeah. Rocky was, Manny's the people's champ. He lost. Mm -hmm. So, like, are you more of a, so you're leaning more towards the science. Is that what you're saying? Um, I'm saying if we don't be careful, it's not like I'm leaning. I'm just saying if we don't be careful, we're all going to end up like that. And that's where modern society is taking us with our computers and technology. Right. Uh, you know? Yeah. So we're all, yeah. And like, um, yeah. So it's like you got to, you got to balance that shit out. No. You got to balance it out. And, um, oh, yeah. You know what I was thinking of, too? This one is a little bit out there. It's a little bit out there. So this is just a warning. And I'm not saying this because I'm a wing nut. I'm just saying this because it popped into my head. So what I'm so what if there are gods? What if there is a god? What if there is more than one god? Now that's blasphemy to people that believe in one god. That is blasphemy to hear that. But what if? Because if this was like if this was like a um, let's say that there are spiritual forces in the world. Let's just pretend that it's real. That there really are evil forces. There's there's good forces, and there's actually a battle between these different forces. And let's just say that. In eras before us, let's say in eras before us, they were ruled by different gods, maybe. And what if this era is actually ruled by materialism and the people who are still spiritual and, and have a lot of belief, spiritual beliefs and... and spiritual beliefs and are humble and are meek, what if actually you are doing the wrong thing? What if you are actually doing the wrong thing and who you should be worshiping is actually power, yourself, money, and more of it? What if that is actually the God that has taken over? What if there is a spiritual battle and this God won? We don't know that. <laughs> that could, what if that happened? And like, let's say nowadays, that's the secret. What if really you become a cutthroat, uh, all about yourself, 
cut, uh, step on anyone else, uh, not step on every, anyone else, but basically just worship money, worship power, and worship material things, and you will be fine. Because it kind of looks like that. It's like, if you don't worship those things... The, the, examples, the examples are there already. People, there are already people like that. Yeah, and it's like they, they succeed. It's like things just keep getting better and better for them. And I see like a lot of uh, the the humble like meek people getting that fucking ass kicking a lot of times. So I'm wondering like which one should I worship? Um, which god should I, I choose? Do I want to choose the money power? Money power um, all about the self, or do I want to? be humble and think about others and be more altruistic and and want to help others which one should i be which one should you be um i don't know these are just like thoughts to think about because the gnostics were a, a christian group that believed that the god at the time that they were living in was an imposter they also thought that that the god who um that we know of that says that you shouldn't, you should, that you have to go on crusades to kill other non-Christians and things like that. The Gnostic Christians believed that that was actually an, an imposter of the, the, the other guy. And that was what the, the world was actually dominated by at their time. So they believed, they had a different spin on, on like the stories in the Bible and who Satan was things like that. So I'm wondering, um, what do I know? What do we know? We don't know that much. We don't but know that much. <clears throat> yeah, it's all we could do is observe and, and test and experience for ourselves what works and what doesn't work. Um, so let me ask you, Ray, after, um, let, me, let me ask you something. So when would you rather have money let me ask you this would you rather have money lots of it billions of dollars um fame fortune the whole nine the whole nine but not have any friends and not you have you have, you have friends acquaintances people but um Let's say you didn't have any confidants. You didn't have like a, a person that you really, um, you're just alone basically when you have all those material things, but secretly people only like you for your money. Would you rather have that situation or would you rather have all the love from the community, from your neighbors, from your friends and family? You have all those things, but you're basically a poor. Which one do you think you'd prefer? I mean, I, I like people. I like having people. I'm close to people. Um, I would choose love. But I, but also, I don't really think it's that black and white. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, totally. I, I think you could be a billionaire and still want to help people, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess what I was trying to say, I mean, there's billion. Oh, yeah, I didn't I, mean to put them down by saying that billionaires are evil. But what I meant was like, 
if you could only, which would you put more value in? It, depend, it, it depends on material or exactly it depends on people's what they what will fulfill them for some people fulfillment is having money and material things you know yeah for some people fulfillment is having three kids in a in a house you know what i mean yes uh yes. for some, some people just having a freaking dog cruising with them is fulfillment and that makes them happy you know what i'm saying yes some people don't need much and some people need a lot yeah, totally. But you know, and, and I think it's complicated. It depends on that person. It it, it just individual, individual uh, circumstances. So yeah, I mean, if I could choose, if I had, like, let's just hypothetically, hypothetical situation. It's like if. Um, if I had to choose, like, if a genie popped out of a bottle and, like, offered me those two choices where he said, um, you could have, you could have, like, uh, unlimited supply of wealth, material wealth, but that means I can't let you have uh, friends and, and family and shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. Would you take it? Would you take it? <laughs> Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like it sounds like you want to take it. I'm just wondering because like but see for me the point of money is <clears throat> for me like let's say I got a billion dollars not in, not in a ultimatum situation but let's just say I, I freaking won the lottery and I got 3 billion dollars. I wouldn't even know how to spend it on myself by myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, if, yeah. I would definitely travel, but not by myself. I'd bring like ten homies with me. <laughs> yeah, that's you true. know what I mean. And twenty chicks with me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like if I just went to Egypt by myself, or New Zealand or wherever, I think it. I mean, I do travel by myself. I like it because I I'm into photography and I can go look for photos, but. Um, Part of the fun is cruising with other people. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, totally. I mean, you gotta have like, see, that, that, that's what I meant by um, the humanity shit. Is like, if you don't have other people to to embrace the life with, then it doesn't feel right. You know, it's like, but I don't know. It's these are just like stone thoughts that pop up but um i think you could have it all you could have love and happiness and health and wealth all at the same time i don't think you have to pick one no i was just um i don't know maybe it is good to to want a lot of material things. Like me, I'm just saying like, maybe it's not, sometimes a lot of people will look at that stuff as, as like a negative. And I'm just thinking, you know what though? I just, I'm not really into material things, I guess. Maybe I, I should be because I like, I like product. I like a lot of, <laughs> I like product. And, everyone, uh, everyone has their own motivations. 
like if someone's like way into Porsches, for example, or Ferraris, and they they work their ass off to get one, then that's fine. That's their thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. But um. But you're saying, if that were you, you would experience some guilt about it because some people might think that's a waste of money. Oh no, not at all. What I was saying was that I think I should. I should develop an interest in more material things because maybe that is the God of this world that we're living in. And because I haven't really been interested in, like most of my pursuits are not that financial. They're not that, I don't dream of having like a yacht and like all these things. And I'm thinking like, maybe <laughs> I don't, I, I don't either, you know? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like maybe you got to get with the times not you, but you know what I'm saying, like people like like who think like this, who aren't very materialistic, like maybe we gotta get with the times and maybe it's, um, you should well, want, you no. should want to like show off and belittle other people because that is what, <laughs> um, Is that, that's what wins? Yeah, like that's, maybe, because see this is the thing, we don't know, like a lot, of, it's just like, you're born and they keep telling you to like be good, be you know, be good and, and help out others and don't don't bat you know, they tell you like all these things, but how do they know? It's like that's what their parents told them. And that's and like this is very fucking dark and like cynical. It's very dark and cynical. And I was just like, but they're just thoughts. It's okay to just have random thoughts. And it's good to have random thoughts. Just don't go doing them then that would make you crazy. But I had a thought that, let's say, I think murdering somebody could possibly empower you. Uh, I don't know, because I've never killed anyone. But what if actually murdering, like, let's say there was a religion where, and there's gangs that do this, where the initiation was that you got to kill someone. The The Hashishans. Yeah, the Hashashim did that. I mean, gangs do that shit. Like, if you want to enter a gang, you got to go do something. You know, becoming a made man and shit like that. And I'm, but what I was wondering is that after you kill somebody, maybe it does empower you. Like, um, maybe it, it does actually should be part of a personal development course instead of a crime. Like, maybe they should actually put that into, like, a personal development course. Like, Today, they, they, they probably have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they all those weird, they, all those weird uh, initiations with all those uh, secret societies. <clears throat> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's like... Like so they, much... they break, break you down, make you do all the shit you don't want to, so then they have control over your... Basically, to build you up, they have to break you down and break down all your beliefs. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, they just have, like, those thoughts. But, I mean, those are all um, things that, like, we're all trying to, you know how it's all about the truth. It's, like, all we hear. It's, like, all about the truth because we're trying to discover the truth. And it goes back to, like, how there's laws that govern the world. Whether And, and those are immutable. It's, like, if you believe in them, they're still going to be there. If you don't believe in them, they're still going to be there. Because I went through this phase where I, I thought um, 
I've actually just barely come out of this phase. It took me like half my life to come out of it, but <laughs> I, I used to like think that whatever you think is what becomes real. I used to think that like if you thought smoking was healthy, your mind would make it real. If, if you thought um, eating junk food was actually making you healthy, the mind would make it so. I used to think like that. And a lot of it probably had to do with acid because that's how you, you feel on acid sometimes. <laughs> but um, now I'm starting to appreciate uh, reality a little bit more and that there is a reality that is regardless of your beliefs it's intangible it's real it doesn't go nowhere and i'm coming to terms with that and but i, I don't want to give up the belief like you see that's that's kind of i guess that took so fucking long to articulate <laughs> it took so fucking long but i guess that's kind of what i took away from the fight i don't want to just say like Reality's reality. That's just how it is. I don't want to. I don't want to give up on on believing in the power of your own mind. I don't want to give up on that. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's important to just stay human. You know. Yeah. Um, you gotta just stay human. Um, well, I don't know if we talked about this in the, the last one or not. I was saying that, uh, yeah, we should bring back some, like, ritual ceremonies such as tea and crumpets where you guys meet up. Actually, I don't know. It's your friends. Um, we all have different friends, and, and maybe the younger generation prefers just texting, I guess. But I just feel that you'd be at a very high advantage if you – brought back some of the basic human features like conversation like just meeting up with each other talking about things in a lucid state of mind not being all drunk but just talking about things normally like in a lucid state of mind um or or become the borg <laughs> right yeah, then, or your other option is you become the, the Borg, and then you become... Tell them who the Borg is. The Borg, there's like this conspiracy theory called the Borg Agenda, and it's just saying that man will eventually... Well, the Borg is from Star Trek, right? Yeah, it, yeah, it's a, it's a character from Star Trek, and it's basically like... It's basically where man becomes post-human. And that is something else. Like you become uh, artificial intelligence, basically. And, the, and you become like Spock, basically. You, you're just like a processing information processor, but you don't have any emotions. Because like in Spock's world, they thought that the emotions were negative, that they actually, emotions were mankind's flaw. That was actually humanity's flaw all, all this time was their emotions because that is what causes all these world wars. 
conflicts and stupid decision making is the emotions. But when you can think objectively, just completely ruthless, then which is actually the goal of the art of war. <laughs> um, but if that's basically the same thing as the Borg agenda, is that you just become like a super efficient information processing machine without any human features or you don't without any emotional features i haven't actually uh, gotten into star trek that much have you seen any of those shows? i saw the i saw the new movies um i you know when i was younger i probably watched the show but i'm i I don't know. I didn't, it's not like I watched every single one. I remember all the movies, the Star Trek movies. Yeah, but, I haven't seen the old ones. I saw the new ones. I saw the new ones. They're pretty good. Yeah. I like J.J. Like Abrams. Yeah, he's the guy who worked on a lot of those uh, TV shows, right? Mm -hmm. He's making the new Star Wars. Oh, that's true. He is. But yeah, it's like, um, so yeah, that was pretty much um, what came to our minds after we watched the long-awaited. It was the hype. It was the hype that killed me, man. <clears throat> it was, yes, it was just, it did not live up to the hype. No. Just did not, that was not six years of whole, of just waiting and checking online every day to see if they're going to do it. And it just, was it was underwhelming to quote Mike Tyson. You know? Gosh, it was so underwhelming. And uh, I don't know what I want to see next for right now. Oh, another thought I had at the end of the fight was I was thinking like I thought about two more things, and that was uh, maybe I'm thinking about sports too much, and maybe we all are thinking about sports too much because I'm telling you, dude, sports can consume your life. Sports can consume people's lives. And like, remember like when we first started out this, the quest for knowledge, the quest for truth is the, is the first impediment to that are distractions. And, um, if you're trying to figure out, uh, the meaning of not the meaning of life, but if you're a conspiracy person, which, and sometimes I am and sometimes I'm not. But if you if you think the world is like run by uh, other entities or there's like um, other entities behind the government and stuff like that, and you, and and you think that like we're being distracted with bread and circus in the media, then sports would be the the bread the butter <laughs> to go with that bread. And like, so I'm thinking maybe this is like. Um, my fucking uh, higher self or whatever saying, you know what? You shouldn't fucking follow. You shouldn't let sports like take up your whole life and you should just, you got other things to do. Because at the end of the day, dude, this is what's, this is the reality. It doesn't really fucking matter. At the end of the day, dude, all this fucking six years of buildup, somebody won and somebody lost. Those are the only, that's the only outcomes there are. Besides a, a draw, but like, and really, is your life any different? Is my life any different? Is fucking anyone's life any different because somebody won a boxing match? The answer is no. We're all on, we all have our own things going on. And so I was thinking like, 
We needed a hero, dude. We needed the underdog to win. We needed Rocky. We needed the Karate Kid. We needed freaking every movie. <laughs> we needed Luke, Sky Luke Skywalker. We needed we needed to see Neo break free from the freaking Matrix. Right. And it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't the happen. Thing, the other thing that made me think... But that's, that's, that's real. That's real life. And I'm so glad you brought up the word heroes. I'm so glad you brought up the word heroes. Because I was thinking, we all look up to heroes, right? We all look up to heroes, and, and they're cool, and they, we aspire to rise to their level. And so that's what, but you know what? I'm thinking sometimes heroes, if you got too many of them, they can actually weaken you. And that's why I was thinking, maybe Manny is tired of being the, maybe he's not, but what I'm saying is like, we can't all fucking look at him as like, rely on him to be the hero. You gotta be the hero. There comes a point where you gotta be the fucking hero. Where you maybe, have to go maybe. out there and, and become an inspiration to others. And we can't just lean on, on one guy all the time. And so I was thinking like, maybe the universe, that's why it, it did that. It, it, it said that like, dude, Manny Pacquiao is cropping up a lot of people. A lot of people are just, are, you know, he's an inspiration for so many people and he's been an inspiration for so many people. Maybe it's time that the, all, all these people who have been inspired, it's time for all of us to get up now and do something. That, those are just thoughts though, you know, those are just thoughts that came up in my mind is that, yeah, dude, we can't just like, because this is the thing, Manny could go, and let's say Manny Pacquiao won. Mm -hmm. What does that do for all his fans? For all the fans, what does it do? I guess it continues to inspire us. Yeah, it inspires. It, it gives, it shows people an example how to break out of the matrix, and how yeah. to live, live your life. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, maybe, so, that's, maybe that's maybe that's right. pretty. <laughs> it would have done good. I'm just trying to find a way, a way to. Um, I'm just trying to find a way to, to to adjust because <laughs> adjust to the loss. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Adjust to this loss because the thing is, when the guy that you want to win loses, it's not a good feeling, and. Uh, you want to you want to make every time this is strategy life strategy every time anything bad happens to you doesn't matter whether it's somebody um, losing your team lost or whatever or 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 somebody mugs you on the street and beats the shit out of you and takes all your money uh, those are two negative things that will happen just anytime these things happen there's only two directions you can go and that's up or down you can't just say, oh, it didn't affect me, because it had an effect on you. So that effect is either going to push you up or it's going to push you down. So some people, they can't figure out a way to let it lift them up, and that is not good. You must make the situation, you must turn the situation, you must use the force and turn it into counterforce. And that goes back to the whole art of combat in the first place. It's like, um, <laughs> it sucks to say, but like, that's pretty much Mayweather's strategy is that he, he drains you. He makes you 
come to him. He makes you attack him. He makes you unleash on him. But he uses that force and he returns it. That's a counterpuncher. So this is a this is a punch to the stomach for many Pacquiao fans. And um, you have got to learn to counterpunch. <laughs> so like that's what I'm saying is that uh, any kind of loss, any kind of uh, hit that you take in life, you got to figure out a way to use the use the anger, use the force. It's all energy. So that your body can't tell the difference. Can't tell the difference. Doesn't know whether it's positive. It's just your heartbeat um, elevates and your system is just going to kick into gear. Uh, whether you're angry or whether you're really excited because you're happy and looking forward to something. Yeah, your brain waves are different, but the rest of your body is not. So if you use this if you think of this as your opportunity to step up to the plate and help out um, and just do your part for once, instead of like always admiring others, if you step up and you do, maybe now it's time people got to admire you. This can inspire you. This could give you energy to go out and um, kick ass rather than, than just sulk, rather than just sit at home and, and just make excuses, like sit at home and, and just um let it eat you up um so there's another little nugget chicken nugget right there of um we love our chicken nuggets <clears throat> yeah it's just something you could munch on while you're on the way to work and like maybe someone flipped you off on the way to work maybe you were driving to work and somebody cut you off and you thought you were in the right so you said something to them and then they fucking yelled at you back and let's, they called you names, they, they insulted you, and they got away with it. What do you, and now you're just like fucking so pissed off. Use that energy. Don't get rid of it. Use it. You just got a free hit of energy. You can use that. If you can store that, and you can manipulate that energy with your mind and your and your mental flexibility and your intelligence, you have an increase in energy now that you can use to unleash on the world in a positive way if you so choose. If which I would say is better than just releasing the energy in a negative and unfocused way. And that would be because I mean, let's say. You got revenge on that guy, that guy who um, pissed you off on the road. You got, you went and you got revenge on that guy. It doesn't really help you out in the long run. It kind of released the energy. You got it off your chest, and that is a, a immediate something that feels good in the moment. But be wise and be smart. And if you can control your emotions, whoever can control their emotions is the superior player in any game. Whoever can control their emotions. So that's what I'm, that's, that's something to learn from this too, is like, if you got some negative emotions from anything, uh, anything that's disappointing, understand. It's still energy. You can still use it. 
And uh, that's how you become bulletproof. You become bulletproof and then nothing phases you because it's all helpful. And um, those are things to repeat over and over again, like a broken record, because the things that are easy to forget when you get, when you get flooded with emotions, because your emotions will tell you all these different things. It'll say like, now nah, fuck that. You know, I'll tell you like, no dude, you should have fucking, you should have chased that guy down and, and ran him over. Or you could say, you know what? No, I'm going to go to the gym on Monday because, and I'm going to use that, that energy, that buildup of like pissed off feelings. I'm going to get a great workout. So now you've used that negative experience to, to make yourself stronger and um, either getting weaker or stronger. So I suggest you get stronger. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm just like, I'm rambling. I admit. You're just freestyling. <laughs> yes. I'm babbling. But I, um, I could add some stuff. Yeah. Yes, please, please. I would just say that, you know, I think your emotions and your thoughts mixed together control your vibe. Yeah, totally. And then totally. I think once you can master your thoughts, master your emotions, and master your vibe, you're, I think your vibe creates the re your reality around you. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, totally. I don't know. And, it's yeah, just no, it's, it's my theory. No, that's totally true. It's like um, your vibe is important. Like people pick up on your vibe more than anything else. That's, exactly. That's the, that's exactly. 80% of communication is nonverbal. That's like proven in science. It sounds weird, but, yeah. you know, when you walk into a room, everyone's reading you whether they know it or not. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. When someone else walks in your room, you could easily be like, this dude's a freaking creep. Yeah. You know, all these red flags go off. Or this dude is sick. Um, what, what, how do I learn from him? You know what I mean? It's true, dude. It's true. Because, it, and that, that is also like, um, the more, the more you are aware of vibes and like nonverbal communication, stuff like that, the more human you are becoming or the more human you're being, the more human you're being and the more intuitive you are. And so, like, it's better to to have a good understanding of that and to also tap into that. And you don't want to become – you don't want to have a flattened affect. A, a flattened affect is, like, you don't have an emotional response. So, like, you can't read people. You can't read people. That's, like, how um, I think schizophrenics are. It's, like, they can't read emotions on people. They can't pick up vibes because everything to them – is like the sub the unconscious it's like they're always communicating i don't know that, that's something else but like um yeah so it's important that your vibe is everything your vibe is everything and um like what ray said it's your thoughts got to your thoughts is what creates your emotions is basically what pulls up the files it's like um you have certain thoughts and then it makes you feel a certain way and then your feelings create your vibes. So, and then your vibes in, in turn affect your thoughts. 
So then it becomes this like cycle. And if you get off on the wrong foot, then the whole cycle is already fucked up. It's contaminated. So it starts with <laughs> it's compromised. Yeah. Yeah. So like you want to have the, the right thoughts first. And then your emotions will come right after that. And then your emotions will recharge the thoughts. And then, then you have like a good vibe going. That's why it's an oscillation, a revolution of revolution. So then you got the vibe going. I mean, to bring it back to Bruce, to bring it back to Bruce Lee, he talked about emotional intent in every action, you know? And when I read that, that was kind of powerful. It's like everything you do, it's kind of like you say, it's like you're absorbing negative energy or positive energy and you're transforming it and using your own, using it to fuel your own creativity, basically. Right. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. I don't know. That's exactly right. And, um, yeah, dude, emotional intent. Like, um, even in this podcast, I can feel certain things that I said didn't have that emotional intent. And certain things sort of did. I'm, I'm spacey as usual this morning. Uh, but what I'm saying, yeah, it's like I could tell like um, some of the things that I said, I was just rambling, you know, and I could feel there was no emotional intent in those words. But then I noticed on some of the things I said, I put in more emotional intent and I could feel that uh, those things ring a bell more so in my own head. But I don't know if it sounded like that to others. But um, this was this was good to talk about uh, the so-called fight of the century. Yeah, man. Later, and um, it's okay though. I think it's I think it's good food for thought. That's what that's what we're here. That's what we're having this episode is yes. open up this conversation. Yeah, keep it thinking, and it's like keep keep on thinking about these things and. This is what we do. This is like how. This is how we break through, and and make leaps in alchemy. It's all about alchemy. It's all about. It's all about truth, discovering it, and transmuting this world that we live in. Transmuting yourself from a caterpillar into a butterfly or something like that effect but um what else you got for me right or Fuck. um i don't know man i think that's a good one i think i think we can cut it there okay that sounds good that's pretty long okay so, so whoever's listening thank you for listening who's ever watching thank you for watching Yes. Who's ever watching but wants to listen, go to hammerguys.com, download some shit. Um, I don't know. Like, if you're watching YouTube and you, you're feeling it, hit the thumbs up. If you're not feeling it, hit the thumbs down. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let, let us know. Let us know um, where you're at with all this stuff. And we're just doing this on Google Hangouts. I'm not opposed to inviting some 
who are feeling this to be on the show. Hang on. Yes. I don't know. What, what do you think about that, Jamie? Yeah, that would be great. If, um, because it's just, yeah, I mean, if you got some shit to, if you got some something to say, if you really have something to say, go ahead and, go ahead and reveal it because most people don't have something to say. And uh, that's okay, too. I'm not saying every... Sometimes talking is annoying to some people. You know, I'm trying to stay objective. Sometimes, sometimes people... Sometimes, listen, sometimes listening is annoying. Yeah. Like, sometimes... A lot of my friends, they, they can't... They can't even handle this show. They're like, I can't even watch five minutes of it. And which is fine for them. Right. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some people, they just have thoughts. And they have things to say, things to add to the conversation, to the discourse. And if uh, you do, then bring it on. Bring it on. We're going to talk bring about it. Let's just on. talk about it. It's just it, all it is, dude. It really all it is, dude. It's just a good time. I mean, like. It, it is. It's just I like it. It's just like some people go fishing. Some people like to go fishing. Like some people go play poker. I just like talking about shit. I just like talking. I just like discussing things. And so, yeah. if you're one of those people, then this is this is this is a cool place to be. You will be paid. Um, what? Yes, you will be paid um, by the universe for doing this because you are adding to the discourse. And so, the universe works in very simple ways you'll you'll be paid by the you're not gonna be paid by us you, i mean if you want to pay us to come on the show then eventually that'll probably be the rule i'm just kidding but like um yeah you will be paid in in credits pleasure credits pleasure credits and uh just whatever else goodie goodie bag they have that day sometimes it's a mix it's a surprise bag you get some days it's like uh, those Cadbury cream eggs. Some days it's licorice. Some days it's good and plenty. But <laughs> other days you don't get anything. It's just, it's like when you go fishing, you're having a great time, right? You may catch a fish, and that's a bonus. But at, even if you don't catch a fish, you had a good time fishing. You had a peaceful, you spent, you had a good time. So, um, Try That's something a, new. Just try something new. Why don't you just try something new? That's the fucking thing. Is that like they're not gonna try anything new? It's like, unless it's like a new bar, or unless it's like a new. People don't want to try new shit. That's what bugs me about a lot of people these days. Yeah, it's like, be a, be an adventurer, dude. It's like you know what it is. Is so many people are so critical. Now. Yeah, a lot of cynics. It's true, dude. A lot of fucking cynics. I just there. had a I just had a thought. Um, when you're when you're being critical of something, it's almost like denying. Also, it, it it's one thing you're you're criticizing someone. For for example, if you're watching this, maybe you're criticizing. It. Maybe you're like these dudes are just babbling. It's freaking yeah. YouTube. For no reason. Yeah. That is simultaneously <clears throat> you're, you're simultaneously criticizing the public 
not public speaker, whatever, the YouTuber inside yourself. Yep. Yeah, that's you, a, yeah. Like I work, okay, here's here's maybe a clearer example. I work in photography. I'm a photographer. I publish photographers. I, I, I speak with photographers every day. Knowing, but it's it's fun. It's my passion. Talk about talk shop, talk cameras, blah, 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 blah. Well, some of these guys are very critical of other people's photos. But then I realized that they're, they're actually, they're not, they're not simultaneously criticizing their own photos, but they're like making it that much harder for them to explore their own photography by criticizing other people's photography. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, 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 it totally does. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because like... It's like you're denying your inner explorer by yeah. criticizing someone else's exploration. Yeah, totally. Because the thing is, when you're on your own mission, you're going to make mistakes, too. Like, no one can get it one perfect every yeah. single time. It's like there's going to be, like, rough edges sometimes, yeah. and everyone's, like, trying to make it happen. So it's like, um, you can't always fucking be 100, you know? Can't always. But, like... I, I think people have it in their head. Like, if I'm not 100... Then I'm just not even gonna bother with it. Yeah. But life is too short. You just gotta keep experimenting. Yep, you just gotta keep on trying shit until it works. Like, isn't that how they come up with inventions? Is like you just keep on um you just keep on tweaking the technology until the perfect storm happens. <laughs> And then, the, then it's like, blammo, we got it, we got it. Blammo, blammo. Okay, we got to go, dude. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, see you next time. Yeah, see, see you later. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Okay.